Hey guys, welcome in. What's up, gentlemen? This is the Chaos Fantasy Football League Podcast. I'm your host, I am Eric. I'm here with Matthew Otto. Hey guys. And I'm here with the Reverend Mr. Kamish Regenrop himself. What is crack-a-lackin'? Listen guys, uh, we had some awesome NFL games this week. We, we really, really did. A lot of fantasy football points scored. And awesome, some awesome, crazy finishes. Another uh, pretty, pretty amazing uh, coach move by like they like picked uh, Todd Gurley up, pushed him oh, into the end zone, yeah. so they could get the ball back and go down and and win the uh, the uh, or yeah win the game on a on a final second touchdown. Uh, so it was pretty sweet. Uh, just wanted to throw a quick shout out back to. Mr. Nimrod ninety for joining us on the trade episode. It was a blast. We had a, yes. we had a lot of fun with it. Good time. We hope you guys really enjoyed it as well. Uh, it was it was great. We love to do. We would love to do in the future a couple, just special episodes like that. Talk about a couple special things um, that go on in our in our league. Uh, also wanted to. I don't know if we've done this yet. I think maybe we have, but I want to do a little bit bigger of a shout out to Mr. Sir Toby. Listen, he's over there putting in the work on the Insta, and uh, it looks pretty sweet. Have you seen? Have you guys seen his uh, starts of the week uh, yeah. graphics that he does? Those are legit. Those are legit. What he was pretty proud of that too. I mean, I texted him. I believe I texted him, or was it through the group chat? But he was like, "Yeah, I'm pretty proud of that." So, yeah, I was talking to him today, I, Matt. What do What do you think about uh, the Insta? You like that? Yeah, I do. I think he's doing a really good job. I think uh, if he does, I talked to him about possibly doing a couple lives with like. Reagan or one of us or other guys in the league and so I think he's got some good stuff coming up yeah I was talking to him today as well I think he's gonna put up uh based off of some of the stuff we're going through today excuse me uh he might be uh, putting up some polls about uh like the exciting matchups he might put up a poll about who we think we can vote on on who's gonna win and that'd be open to everyone so tell your friends to jump on and and, and vote on the polls as well uh but he's gonna throw those up there and uh, yeah, maybe a couple different polls on the on the story as well. So guys, be checking out for that. And thank you, Mister Six Four Sir Toby, for managing that Insta account. Let's jump right in uh, to the league standings. And we've got a new person atop the the leaderboard here this week. The real RG sitting at five and two. We've got three teams that are five and two, but the real RG is sitting up there uh, with the most points forced. After the real RG is Big Grassman himself, Saucy Nugs comes in and third uh, with the final five and two record, and then we've got four four and three records: Sir Toby, the OG Man Spreaders 2.0, Auto Show, and Nimrod are the four and three records. We've got three three and four records. They are Old Man on the Moon, Rops Army, Chaos, and then two one and six records down there. 11 and 12 spots are Killer Miller and Craig Foos, who I'm not even going to attempt to say his name. Uh, but, yep, those two are at the bottom, and there's our league standings for, wow, what is this? Week 
We're going into week eight, right? Yeah. Yes, that sir. That was through week seven. It's crazy, isn't it? It's crazy how three and four adds up to seven. That is, I was talking more about the craziness being that we're like halfway through the season. Oh, yeah, okay. next I think next week we are going to do a um, halfway point recap um, because that's halfway through the fantasy season with the championship and everything. So we'll have a recap and kind of a going forward uh, like prediction episode a little bit um, or a segment, you know, who we think has a chance at really taking home the championship this year and what our picks are for that and what our picks are might be for even the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Um, all right. And we're going to jump into a, a segment uh, sponsored by Food by Victoria. It's the, you know it, it's, it's Kamish Hot and Cold Dish of the Week. Uh, so, Reagan, can you hit us with your hot dish of the week? My hot dish of the week is what? It's teams in our league. Yeah. Okay. So, it's... Yep. Teams in our league that I think are going to catch fire here in the coming weeks, I think that is Sir Toby, um, the OG. Is this like a special episode just to praise him or what? No, 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 no. no. (laughs) But uh, looking at his schedule, he's got Chaos, Nimrod 90, and Rob's Army, his next three games. So to me, I think that's, that's where you get going, and I think he's got a pretty easy schedule. I mean, I know the one team is me, and, uh, Definitely not in win now, but uh, my cold take or cold dish of the week is Big Grass Man. Uh, he's got a tough next couple of games. He's got a tough four next couple of games, actually, with Saucy Nugs, Auto Show, Man Spreader 2.0, and The Old Man on the Moon. I think, uh, really, I think he could lose. <laughs> wow. That sounds like a fun schedule coming up. I think he could be coming out of that ske- that that stretch of games two and two, um, or even or even one and three, but I think I mean he's got a good enough team where he can compete with any of those guys. Absolutely. Uh, all right, and we're jumping uh, into a new segment now. And uh, listen, we need we need a name for this segment, and so we're gonna throw it to you guys. Basically, here's here's what's gonna happen in this segment, Mister Auto Show. He's going to throw out a few different things. It's going to be random things. It's going to be different matchups, and we get to pick one of them. And it's going to be uh, just players and what their outlook is for a certain period of the season. And uh, listen, we need your help. And so uh, we would like you guys to submit whether on the chat. Let's have a discussion about what this segment could be named. But basically, we're going to be picking one or the other thing. Uh that my auto show is going to throw out. So we need you to throw out some awesome names for this segment and we will use them. Uh, Reagan, do you want to give anything to the winner of, of whoever's name we use for the segment? Yes. I will give them a high five. Oh my goodness. Um, are you serious? <laughs> what, what, what do you want me to give? You're seriously willing to give them that much. Though? Yeah, I know it is. It's a lot. It's crazy. I have no uh, idea. I just maybe, thought um, maybe if they give me two high fives, I give them one back. How about you know? they get one dollar of fab? Ooh, ooh, one dollar of fab. One dollar of fab. Ooh, or uh, you know what? Let's up. It. Let's up it. Let's up it. Two, two dollars of fab on the line for whoever gets us the best segment name for this segment. Yes, that's what we're looking for—a segment name for the segment. Yes. So there you go. All right, Matt. You are 
what the host of this segment, I guess. So I'll, well, I'll I'm just toss the me- I'm you. the mediator here. All right. Um, all right. So yeah, like you said, we're gonna just throw out some random stuff. So number one, for rest of season, I know both these guys have been hurt, and I'm not looking dynasty wise. I'm looking rest of season, going after the championship. Who would you rather have, Christian McCaffrey, or Michael Thomas? Yeah, I'm gonna jump in here. Uh, so I assuming this is relative to our specific league. Uh, what do they call that? A league of record, I think, yeah. is what people yes. call that. Yeah. Uh, so in our league of record, we play in PPR, correct? Yes. So in PPR, I'm going to go with CMC. I am a pretty firm believer that uh, you see the reports everywhere that Mike Davis is still going to be involved whenever CMC gets back. I think that's a load of bullarkey. I think that it's going to take um, it's it's going to take a little bit of respect being shown to Mike Davis to try to keep him in there for a game or two. I think he fumbles on one play or he misses assignment and uh, we're right back to CMC getting 95% of the carries. And for that reason, and because we are in a PPR league and because CMC is so good at catching passes, I am going with Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Eric, I'm, I'm on board with you. And I just read a report saying that Thomas could be on the block. I don't know if that's true or not, but he could be on the block. And if he's on the block, I don't think he's really going to help you win a championship if you've traded. He's a great player, and I love him, and I would probably pick him. Um, but the fact that he's on the trade block and the fact that he has a hamstring injury, I think uh, CMC is a freak athlete, and I think he could go on, and I think he could get rid of this high ankle sprain and just come out uh, with guns a-blazing. Yeah, it's definitely been um, disappointing um, for – not only in this league, but also in other leagues, people that drafted CMC and Michael Thomas early. And hopefully the people that drafted those are sitting at top spots and they can wait. And if not, try to trade them, I guess, if you're in a redraft league. So moving on uh, to this week, between man, the matchup between Man Spreaders and Rops Army. Who are you taking, Reagan? Well, if, if you look at the teams, I'm honestly... I, uh, I pick no one. Uh, <laughs> No, that's not an option. <laughs> no, I, I'm gonna go ahead and and pick uh, the guy that I think has the best receivers um, in Robbie Anderson and Tyler Lockett, um, who he just traded for. Yeah, uh, and, and who? Wh- how many points did he put up last week? Fifty three. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I'm gonna have to go with Manspreaders 2.0. I think um, there's just a lot of inconsistencies uh, in Todd's team and in Manspreaders team, but I think this week. Uh, with a lot more steady wide receiver play, I think Manspreaders has a good shot. Eric, is there any way Rop's Army pulls this one out? No, I'm going with Manspreaders as well. Uh, he's got uh, Josh Allen, and he's got Tyler Lockett. I think they're both going to be killing it again. Uh, also, Lamar Jackson plays the Steelers, uh, who is the bright spot on Todd Rop's uh, team, and uh, that is not a good thing for for uh, Lamar Jackson to be playing the Steelers. They have looked amazing. They've looked great. And uh, so I, I, I agree with I agree with the Reverend, and I'm going with man spreaders this week. All right. Awesome. So the next one is a little bit – it kind of took me off guard uh, when I looked this up. Um, so Tyler Boyd versus Terry McLaurin. Um, Tyler Boyd's sitting right now as the wide receiver number nine and Terry McLaurin number ten. How like which one would you rather have this year? Obviously, going forward is a little bit different with T. Higgins in Cincinnati, but for going forward, if you're going after a championship, 
if you would have to have one of those two, who would you want and why? Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to go off the cuff here a little bit. I'm not going to look up any, uh, honestly, I, I didn't do a ton of research before these, for these questions they are kind of off the cuff for me. Uh, so, uh, he, here's where I'm going to go. Uh, Terry McLaurin has looked awesome with bad quarterback play. Uh, so I, I'm going with him. Uh, part of the reason also I'm taking him over Tyler Boyd is AJ Green actually looks like he's playing a little bit better now. Um, and honestly, uh, I'm blanking on his name. Higgins? Nope, nope, nope. I'm, I'm blanking Burrow. on the Burrow. Yeah, there we go. Burrow uh, has a ton of weapons. He's got he's got Joe Mixon. L- listen, this last week we saw what uh, Gio Bernard can do as a pass catching back out of the out of the back field. And so he's got a lot of weapons. And I think that also uh, whose name Zach Taylor. Uh, there we go. I was blanking on his name and I thought about it right out of the gate. Uh, but I think Zach Taylor's an awesome coach. I think he's going to involve everybody in the offense. And I, for that reason, would take Terry McLaurin because he is he is the best weapon on his team. And he has way less weapons on his team Uh and he's on a bad team who's going to have to throw a lot. So I'm going with Terry McLaurin. You literally stole all of my thunder. Um, that's everything that I wanted to say. I, I think when you're averaging 10-plus uh, targets a game uh, in in uh, Terry McLaurin, I think you got to go roll the dice with him. I think he's going to be um, the winner out of this um, Boyd-McLaurin uh, thing. And with, with Boyd and all of the the targets there, I mean, the, the ball's going to be shared there. Like crazy with Higgins and and Green, um, I I just think that McLaurin's the only target in Washington, and they're going to be losing a lot, so they got to throw. I'm not a fan of their quarterback. Um, Boyd obviously has a better quarterback in Burrow. Um, that's what I believe, anyways, and I think even uh, Washington uh, would agree with me as well. But yeah, that's that's what I think. I think they're going to be losing a lot, and they're going to have to throw to Terry McLaurin. So yeah, it was. I mean, it definitely. Seeing Tyler Boyd at number nine definitely took me off guard with that offense. I mean, he has been balling. He has been getting a lot of targets, too. Yeah, but they've got a lot of weapons. One quick follow-up question, Eric. You just said that Terry McLaurin has been good with bad quarterback play. Hmm. What do you think his ceiling is if he would have, like, good quarterback play? So Odell Beckham went to Terry McLaurin and asked him for pointers on how to run routes. Uh, I think that speaks not to, obviously— everything Terry McLaurin is, but I think Terry McLaurin, I believe in route running. I believe you can come out of the uh, out of college as a really, really good route runner. I think you're going to succeed in the NFL. And I think Terry McLaurin is one of the best route runners that we've seen coming out of the col- out of college in the last several years. And so I would say Terry McLaurin's ceiling, uh, I think he could definitely be a top, I'm going to say six. I think Terry McLaurin could be a top six wide receiver. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Uh, last one here. Um, I don't know why this is such a big debate sometimes. And so far, you three or you two have been on the same side for this last three. So we'll see where this one goes. Uh, pancakes versus waffles, boys. Which one's better, Reagan? To me, um, I'm a peanut butter guy, and you can't spread your peanut butter on a waffle. But you can put it in pockets. Oh boy. Okay. We okay. have now, now our here, first disagreement. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Waffles. They're more fancy. You put the, you know, you put the fruit, you put the whipped cream, you put the whatever on top. But I'm a peanut butter guy, and I want my peanut butter spread all over my pancake and not just in those dadgum holes. All right, I'm about (laughs) 
to roast. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm about to roast the Reverend right here. Okay. Here. How how do I even start this? Uh, when was the last time you made pancakes? Um, I don't know. I don't eat them very often. Yeah, and probably I would assume most of the time I mean, you're not the one making them, correct? Okay. Yeah. So let's let's move to the first point. Uh, pancakes. Like actually, the last time are so. By the way, last so time I ate pancakes, annoying I made them to clean up. So so annoying. Waffles are so easy. You put them in this little thing. You pour it into the waffle maker. You close the waffle maker, and everything comes out clean. Like. That sounds really weird, but trust me, when you open that waffle maker up, if you've sprayed it, Liter- like, it comes out clean. literally didn't have a mess with pancakes, but okay. Yeah, you do have a mess with pancakes because you, you have to try to pour it just right in the pan, and then uh, it's a mess. Anyhow, waffles, the pockets and waffles are amazing. Okay. They're crispier. I love the, the okay. crunch, a little bit of a crunch you get with a waffle. Uh, pancakes, pancakes last about four minutes, and then they're just soggy if you don't eat them right away. Uh, so waffles uh, for me. Okay. Uh, question. Do you use different mix? No. Okay. What's That's the diff- my that there, there's literally no difference except for the crispiness that I, I literally just got done saying. I don't, I don't like that crispiness. Well, good. Then because we disagree. If, Let's if, move on. If you let them get cold, they get hard. Yeah. All right. Well, Hey, I mean, it's one of those things that it's an age old discussion. It's just like, you know, What's better between, you know, cats and dogs, pancakes and waffles, whatever. Or Reagan and Eric. But, hey, we're going to move on. We'll throw it back to Eric, and we're just going to we'll get into some starts. Starts of the week. And, listen, we've got a write-in to talk about. We're going to start off with a tight end start of the week from Mr. Shane Miller himself. Killer 18 Miller, you mean? Killer 18 Miller. Okay. And his start of the week is Rob Gronkowski. He says, Rob Rob Gronkowski is my start of the week. Over the last three weeks, he's averaging just over four catches for 62 yards, and he has scored in at least in the, sorry, and he has scored in the last two contests. His chemistry with Brady has returned, and they get a matchup against the Giants in week eight. Look for Gronk to keep it going with this week with at least four catches for 65 yards and a touchdown. Matt, can you hit us up with the quarterback start of the week? Yeah. I'm going with uh, – actually, first off, I got to acknowledge that my start of the week this last week actually had a good game and didn't get hurt um, with Christian Kirk there. Um, so, yeah, maybe that broke the mold. So, this week, Teddy Bridgewater versus Atlanta. Atlanta is giving up the most points to the QB position. Uh, they've given up 18 passing touchdowns, over two hundred and or 2,050 yards in the air. Uh, DJ Moore has been coming on the last few games, and so I expect him to have a good game. I expect Robbie Anderson to have a good game. He's been solid the whole season. So look for Bridgewater to look for those two guys often, and I Atlanta's secondary is in such bad shape. Their offense is doing well, so I expect uh, Matt Ryan and company to keep keep the score up, and I think Atlanta or Teddy's going to have to throw a lot. And the last time versus Atlanta, he had a really good game. I mean, he scored 20 points, which and sometimes that's not what you need from a quarterback, but I expect him this week to go a lot more than that, and I expect him to throw for three, if not four touchdowns. All right, Reagan, your running back start of the week. Well, my running back start of the week is going up against the friendly, uh, tame Detroit Lions. Jonathan Taylor has been 
or Detroit has been given up the fourth most fantasy points to running backs, giving up an average of 123.8 yards a game on the ground and four catches for 42 yards in the air to running backs. For an average of 23.4 fantasy points per game, Taylor has been Mr. Consistent all year, and he's coming out of his bye week with fresh legs. I look for the Colts to start up to start using Taylor a lot late in the season. I, I look to see him them just riding him out into the playoffs uh, to try to make a playoff run. Um, I see him as a top eight fantasy running back this week. All right, and for my wide receiver start of the week, I am going to be going with Mr. Hunter Renfro from the Las Vegas Raiders. And here's why. Listen, the, the Raiders are playing the Browns. The Browns are giving up 28 points per game on average uh, to wide receivers. And so here's why uh, you might be asking me, why are you picking Hunter Renfro instead of uh, um, Henry, Henry Ruggs? Ruggs? Why are you picking Hunter Renfro instead of Henry Ruggs? That's such a good question. Thanks for asking. Listen, uh, I, I've, so I'm a, I'm a fan of the Browns, right? And so I've been watching the games. Ward has been killing it the last couple games. Uh, Denzel Ward cornerback for the Browns has been killing it. He's looked awesome. Did, He's saved several touchdowns in the past couple games. Did, did, did you guys see that slide that he had around that uh, – who was that? He, he slid around a, a defender and or offensive guy and, and tackled the running back. I don't know if you guys seen that, but that was legit. Look it up. It's, it's, it's worth your time. Yes, look it up. <laughs> During my Hunter Renfro start of the week segment. Just saying Hunter Renfro. Look, look up out. Denzel Ward. Uh but yeah, I, I, I see Ward uh, kind of shadowing rugs, and so uh, I think uh, I think also it's going to be a shootout. I think both teams. So the Raiders are are also giving up a ton of yards to the wide receiver. So I think it's going to be a lot of throwing in the game. Uh, also, the Browns are giving up one and a half touchdowns on average to opposing wide receivers, and so I think it's a good chance that that. Uh, Renfro comes down with a, a touchdown, and I've also, since the beginning of the year, I've been on the Derek train car myself. Derek The car. Derek train, train car. car. Yes. Woo. You like that? That's, a, that's an interesting twist. Uh, the like Derek car train, and I think, he's been, I think he's been great. I think it continues, and I think Renfro will come away uh, very solid for you on week eight. Can we just talk about how bad the Browns defense has been like I mean we're Browns fans but man their secondary has not been doing well yeah literally it's like Miles Garrett and Denzel Ward and then a bunch of fourth graders that's that's pretty accurate uh so let's hope that they make a couple trades here before uh the end of this before the uh what do you call that I, I trade, trade deadline. deadline. There we go. Did I read a false report? Maybe I don't know. Nope, but, you didn't. It's uh, for real. Thielen. They made an offer for Thielen, but that's Eddie not Street. helping on defense. Yeah, Can so he play? That's true. Uh, who who has him in our league? Is it the no? It's Sir Toby. Sir Toby does. Yeah, look out! Look out! Auto show is coming for you, Mister Homer over there. Yep. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm just messing. I mean, I have last three Browns. Might as well get a fourth, right? Maybe he should be called the Homer Show. You have four Browns, don't you? Harrison Bryant. Harrison Bryant, Odell Beckham, Austin Hooper. Oh, I thought you had another one. My bad. All right, exciting matchups. This is our last segment. Before we get to, uh, we're going to finish off today's segment, or sorry, this week's 
episode with the McMoon manager spotlight of the week. We've got McMoon himself on coming up. But before we get to that, let's get to two exciting matchups from Mr. Auto Show and the Reverend himself. Matt, can you kick us off? Yes. So this week we are going with Big Grass Man and Saucy Nugs himself. Uh, Saucy Nugs, our host here, has been yes in the last two weeks has had two of probably the best matchups that we've had in the league so far. One winning on a last second Amari Cooper touchdown. And the other one, the other one almost losing with that Gerald Everett touchdown. There was like eight minutes left in the game and everyone thought Gerald Everett was going to catch another couple passes. But hey, so I am looking at him again this week. I'm looking at two five and two teams that are going ahead to head. Big Grassman's got Herbert starting which is i think a solid start this week um i do like herbs and then um he's got the gas man miles gaskin and tyree kill i really like those guys and calvin ridley and on the other side the only thing that saucy nugs is going to have to figure out is how to replace chris godwin who's out this week but i mean mark Andrews is back kenny galladay solid i really love cream hunt this week and i think that it's going to be another close one Last week I said he was going to be in a matchup where he, it's going to be within six points. This week I see it being a little bit bigger. I think uh, maybe 10, 10 points. But uh, I, I'm you definitely calling the winner. Yeah, big grass man. Uh, fun fact about this game: uh, big grass man texted me earlier this week about trading for Mark Andrews, and uh, apparently I didn't reply fast enough, and so he, uh, instead he traded for Jonu Smith. And so look for Mark Andrews to go off for about 35 points this week. <laughs> That's probably accurate. Reagan, uh, your exciting matchup for this week. My exciting matchup of the week is the real RG. Uh, he's facing uh, the auto show. Um, two top six teams going at it. I think it's going to be a battle of who could figure it out. Um, as Matt, That's not wrong. Matt, Matt's got some guys that uh, look to maybe possibly be out, like Aaron Jones and uh, Higby. Um, it'll be interesting to see who he plays at tight end. Um, but then also on on uh, the real RG side, you have he has Cook and Madison in the starting long, running backs like slots right now. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there and who he plays. Um, it's going to be a battle uh, to see who can. Who can win this game, and I think it's going to be fun. All right, thank you guys so much for those exciting matchups. Let's jump in real quick to McMoon's manager, Spotlight of the Week, and we have got Todd McMath, Todd McMoon, with us here in person today. All right, so tonight for the McMoon manager, Spotlight of the Week, guess who we have? Mr. McMoon himself. Welcome, welcome. He's uh, he's sitting here. I wish we had we, I wish we had podcast video right now. Absolutely. He is he is cheering old. himself in. He is yes. old. He is throwing his hands up in the air for himself. Heck yes. Uh, <laughs> so he's here. He's here. Any words of welcome from the Reverend? Uh, n- not really. Uh, <laughs> he wants to welcome all old men. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> onto the uh, podcast. I, I want to welcome all old men into our league because I feel like they are um, definitely it's, older, and you can take advantage so of them. That is so creepy. Because <laughs> they forget uh, about halfway through the season what other players have done. So I feel like in <laughs> trades and stuff like that, you can take advantage of them. Um, so, yes, I do welcome uh, not all, all old men, but um, 
No, you definitely uh, welcomed all old men. <laughs> I may be soulless, but Regan just became creepy. Just, yeah, just saying. Any any uh, opening words for yourself, Mr. McMoon? It's great to be here, guys. Looking forward to uh, good to have you rest of there. Yeah, I'm very surprised you're at my house, but here we are. I've I've invited you many many times, uh, and you're finally here. Does now I guess apparently people now know what he sounds like. Uh, yeah, because he yeah. no one obviously knows what he looks like. Right. His what Instagram picture was a moon. Am I, am I right? That's fairly yes. accurate. Yeah. What he actually looks like. Yeah. yeah, it is. I probably need to give in and give like a family pick or something. Yeah, you should. Yeah, I probably should. Uh, so here's what's going to happen. Uh, we've got eight questions for you tonight. Great. Uh, four of them going to be just about you, just about uh, you and, and what you're like. Not fantasy football questions at all. Four of them will be fantasy football questions, uh, fantasy football relevant. Uh, we have done this with everybody, and so we would love to welcome you on and ask you some questions just to get to know you a little bit. Reagan, can you start us off with uh, the first non-fantasy football question for McMoon? Yes. So everyone in our league, I believe, knows that you are with Off the Wall. Am I right by saying that? Yes, correct. What do you do at Off the Wall, or what is what what is Off the Wall about? Sure. Off the Wall Ministry is a discipleship ministry for young adults. Um, we focus on ministry training, character development, and we also give them some life-on-life discipleship. Um, teach them the Bible, obviously. Good thing to do. Um, they come from September to May, live in our houses. We have classes Tuesdays and Thursdays, and we just walk life with them. And we really just want them to be more and more like Jesus. So the goal is that they would go and be disciple makers themselves someday. You know, back in their hometown, in their church, at work, neighborhood. How, how big's your, like, group that you have? Sure. We rate, typically we're 40s. 40s, okay. Yeah, we, have, we have about 40 this year. We got hit by COVID pretty good, I think, just like most, most. And we have 23 students this year. Okay, you have online classes there, too. I, I believe I've seen that, something like that. We do online <laughs> when we have... To because <laughs> the governor says so, okay. or because all of our houses are quarantined at one time, okay. which was two weeks ago. So we do that. Typically, we want in person, you okay. know, in classes together. Yeah. Okay. What What do you What are you What do you do for off the wall? Sure. Um, I'm director of operations. I okay. do all the operations things, logistic things, um, handle some recruiting, marketing, programming. So take care of houses, buildings, Sweet. make sure the student program runs, Sweet. all that. Sweet. Um, so let's see here. I've got to pick out a question. Um, what is your favorite non-football sports team? That is very easy. It is shamed when we talk about this on our chat, but it is definitely the Cleveland Indians. For yes, sure. it is shamed. Mr. Nimrod 90 hates baseball yes, talk on the yes. chat. So Why are we doing this? Yeah, That's right. the shame. Uh, that's where the shame come from. comes from from see this is where i begin to struggle with words i'll just let you know ahead of time uh i just uh i struggle with words sometimes so um reagan do you have another question for mr mcmoon yes what is your favorite word of advice that you've ever received or, or what's a word of advice that you want to give to people sure i i'll do this i know there's a lot of young guys on this in this league and i think my favorite parenting advice i've ever gotten um, when we were about to have our first child, our daughter Emma, 
someone told us, enjoy every season of their life. A lot of times I think as parents we can get focused on, oh, we want them to be babies again or, you know, we want them to be infants again. And, and so for me it was, that was great advice. Enjoy every season. Enjoy them when they're babies. Enjoy them when they're toddlers. And I'm enjoying now teenagers, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that was probably some really sound advice that we got. That was beautiful. Sweet. Thank you. I might, I might start crying. <laughs> no, that that was really good advice. Though awesome. I love that. Um, see, does that prove to you that I'm not you, soul? You have a soul. <laughs> you do have a soul. I'm starting to see it. Uh, you may have just a twinkle. I feel like that. There, uh, there's just potentially you just start like you went back to the moon <laughs> and like grabbed some of it at least to like show right. me that it it exists. But I feel like ninety percent of it could still be on the moon. Uh, and he's just starting well, to... Well, what I've up. always heard is you are kind of who you surround yourself with, and I feel like we have souls, and I feel yeah. like... Yeah. Like oh, I got that's, you. That's that's what it is. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Uh, so last question, not fantasy relevant, except this one is a little bit fantasy relevant. What's the deal with you and Eric's beef? <laughs> <laughs> Eric's beef? Yeah, yeah. you and Eric seem to have a lot of beef. Can you just tell me a lot about your beef with Eric? Um, well, I think Eric is um, probably has more feelings than me. And uh, probably can't handle the fact that I have one feeling and he has, I don't know, like 5,000. Anything else, Eric? that it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's move on. <laughs> I thought maybe, honestly, you thought maybe you shared a cow. I wasn't sure what you're, what you're, where you were going with this. Uh, some people do share beefs. Um, I, didn't, I honestly had no idea what that question was all about. You're going to have to work I, real hard I, to recover I, from I, this. No, dude. I literally had no idea what that question was <laughs> all about. I feel like you're about. trying to make a joke. No, 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 no. I'm dead serious. I had honestly, no idea. Honestly, it took me a little minute, too. As oh, Eric's beef. A little minute. A little worried. A <laughs> yeah. little bit. A little minute. That was a little creepy, too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's roll on. Let's let's just keep this train rolling. Uh, we're going to get to some fantasy football questions now, Reagan. Any uh, fantasy football questions for Mr. McMoon? Yes, um... So this is one of my favorite questions to ask people that have played fantasy football for a long time. And you've played for a long time. Who is your favorite all-time fantasy football player? That's a great question. I was hoping you asked me that. Because, yeah, he told me today that he was all prepared for this. And he oh, was really? Gonna, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm ready to go. That's why we've got to pull some tricks out of the bag because I feel like he's prepared because he's listened to the podcast. The thing is, I probably don't even know this guy because he's probably, he might be gone by now. I don't know. It's true. He played in like the four. Gone isn't dead? No, he's definitely still alive. Okay, okay. This player's definitely still alive. That's surprising. So, so I'm a <laughs> I'm a quarterback guy. Always been a quarterback guy. Love quarterbacks. Probably the position I do the most reading about, research about is quarterbacks. And so this guy came into the league, packed groceries one year, giving you a hint. Signed with a Midwestern team the next year. Sat behind Trent Green. Trent Green got hurt. He came in, won two Super Bowls with this team. Was I alive? Probably barely. I have no idea. idea. This team, this team is <laughs> this team has since moved. <laughs> this team has since moved to Los Angeles. They were the St. Louis Rams. He was their quarterback. Still no idea. Kurt Warner. Mm. Oh, I was getting ready to say him. Yep, Kurt yeah. Warner. Kurt Warner is probably 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 my favorite old timer fantasy player. Um, I rode him to two championships in a row. Really? Absolutely. Picked him up on the waiver wire. Just two. Is it, is it the only two you ever got? Just lit, just lit it up 
and I rode him to uh, two more than Eric, so it's fine. <laughs> just to be clear, I think we've all uh, now reached the creepy level with the way you just said I rode him. <laughs> I rode him. Uh, Absolutely, we're there. We're there. All right, this is a creepy podcast officially. <laughs> yes. Um, Family so friendly. this is this is my favorite uh, question to ask. Yeah. Uh, what do you What do you think is your strength uh, in fantasy football? I think we've we've asked pretty much everybody this. Right. Uh, what do you feel like your strength is in fantasy football that sets you apart? That's a very interesting question. I think for you guys, it's the fact that I've played fantasy football probably three times as long as you. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to answer this question. I'm not a stats guy. I'm not a Josh Nims remember every number that I have ever read in my entire life. And it wears me out that he can do that. I'm probably not a trading guy like, like Sir Toby. Sir Toby or even you, Regan. Just love to trade to trade and get your picks and rebuild. He won't say I'm, anything good about me. Don't worry, guys. I am unbelievable. <laughs> I won't now. I threw him <laughs> off. <laughs> I am definitely probably more of a systems guy. I probably enjoy um, really reading about a, an offensive system, um, how a, an offensive coordinator can change that system or affect that system if it's, if there's a change. Um, little little secret, little hint. One thing I love to do is go to local newspaper websites and read um, the beat writers. Mm-hmm. and see what they're saying about teams. Um, I love to do that. Um, newspapers wanting us to pay has made that a little bit more difficult. Yeah. But that's one thing that I really love to do and just kind of see how they're going to use a guy, how much they're believing in a guy before I will trade for him, seeing if he's kind of a future uh, player or for somebody that's like a juju who I really think Pittsburgh will move on from soon um, type thing. So that's probably me. I'm probably more of a system guy. Um, love to learn about the system and – and understand where they're at. Perfect. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, we were just talking. Uh, so McMoon is a is a Pits- Pittsburgh fan. Yes. And so we were just talking a little bit about right before we started recording, uh, a little bit about the the Pittsburgh system and just what they've done in over the past few years. And so I would actually agree with that. Yeah. I think uh, I think I see that, um, and I definitely think that would provide uh, a, an edge if you can really understand the systems sure. and and get that. Yes. I think that's good. Um, when, uh, when was your first, is it my turn to ask a question? I, I like believe it's mine. It. I believe it's mine, but you yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So, uh, this will be, this one will be really quick. Um, so when did you first, do you remember your, your first year playing fantasy football? What year was that? And was I and, alive? And was right. Ra- <laughs> yeah. Were we alive? Uh, but we've actually talked about this in the past and just talk a little bit. Uh, I know you. You've said you you'd had to you had to jump in the newspapers. Oh yeah, and uh, and do look at all the box fillers. So just yeah. tell us a little bit what that was like. And and something going along those lines, like how was it back then? Honest, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I think it was okay. So I started playing in 1994. Dirt roads, <laughs> <laughs> buggies. Yes, absolutely. You walk to school, and you wonder why I both say ways. jack squat nice in the snow. <laughs> this is why, right here. Did you walk to school? Uphill both ways and four feet of snow. Sure, absolutely. With no shoes. Barefoot, yeah, barefoot, yeah. Right. Yep. See, absolutely. man, I know what I'm talking about. No, 1994. Were you guys alive then? Ooh. I was born I in 93. I was one. Okay, yeah. 1994 is when I first started playing, um, and we would, it was newspaper box scores. That's how we would absolutely keep track of all the scores. It was super simple. Scoring was was so easy. Um, there was nothing. There's no PPR. Uh, for sure. There's no defensive players. 
Um, there Praise was, the Lord for that. Well, yeah, let's yeah. go back. Absolutely. P- PBR is kind of an up-and-coming thing, right? I mean, Newer. Every, yeah, everyone's sure. yeah. kind of going to that. Yeah. I think it, was, it, it would be hard to track PPR in a newspaper setting. You know, it probably didn't really take off until your Yahoo's, your ESPN's, your sleeper app kind of things. But so that's how it started. And we just we even would have to agree upon what newspaper box score we were going to use. So we used the USA Today. So I would have to go buy a USA Today paper and add up all the scores of all the players and, and everything. So that's how we did it. Sounds like a lot of dedication. It was a lot of work. Almost as much work as creating a podcast for your league. Reagan, can you hit us with the last question? If Okay, if you were in the championship, who is the last person that you would want to lose to in the championship? He's pondering. Thinking. All of us. Leaning <laughs> up to his microphone. Can we give a play-by-play? It is a very, very difficult to pick from, at least the guys that I know. There's several yeah. guys I don't know a whole lot, but I've already beaten Reagan one year closely an hour or so that was that was dumb mm-hmm. that yeah. was because you made one mistake remember yep. Yep. yep i remember okay all right so i've already beaten reagan so i would not have fun at all losing to josh nims yeah um but i would probably hate the most <laughs> losing to the beef yeah the beef over here yeah yeah should we beef. call him big beef or something <laughs> i don't know we should a hundred percent call him big beef saucy beef <laughs> <laughs> no i don't think i would enjoy lo- losing to either one of yeah. The guys that I know. Yep. So that would that would not be good. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes our podcast. So uh thank you so much, Mr. McMoon, for joining us. Uh thank you for jumping on. And just a couple of notes here, quick to end the podcast. Uh wanted to make sure I remind you guys, please, please, if you can, uh get your power rankings into me as soon as possible via DM on the sleeper app. Uh, I will create another copy-paste thing for those of you who are really lazy and you can just put numbers after Reverend. It looks like you e- want to say Eric, something. when are those due? That way people know. Uh, let's make them do... You are the commissioner. No, no, no. This is on you. I mean, this Ooh. is on you. You are the one that gets them together. So I probably have the most time to put them out Thursday mornings um, right at like... Eight thirty or nine o'clock. Okay. And so uh Wednesday uh, evening then? Yes. Wednesday by eight o'clock. Please, please, please Perfect. have them in. Uh actually just just Thursday morning by seven. Okay. For sure have okay. them in. Uh and yeah, for, for you who are lazy, I will put a copy paste thing on the chat. You can copy paste that into a DM to me and put up some numbers uh right behind uh the all the team names to to get your rankings into me. Um and so, yeah, thank you, Todd. Thanks yeah, thank for joining you. us. Thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, Thanks for your wisdom. Yep. And it was it was a joy. And listen, guys, uh, stay chaotic. And let's, uh, let's keep the uh, craziness going in this league. Uh, we'll see you guys later.